Welcome to the 2023 edition of the Fraser Valley Presale Pulse. Now we are super excited to be bringing you the freshest scoop on pre-sale and resale Fraser Valley housing scene has experienced over the past 30 days. I'm your host, Ryan Lalonde. And I'm Brittany Reimer. It's good to have you here. Mm, thanks. And our goal is always just to help you cultivate your real estate intelligence knowledge and flourish as a real estate guru. Now, Brittany, let's jump into it. Tell me what is going on out there in the spring market. Yeah, well, the spring is sprung and with it comes the buzz of the bustling real estate uh, season. Activity in the Valley is happening. Um, we're seeing some positive signs and programs mentioned previously in last month's edition of The Pulse. And today we'll feature some of the new projects sprouting out for the spring. So take a seat and let's soak up the latest and greatest episode of the Fraser Valley Pre-Sale Pulse. Britt, let's kick it off by taking a quick look in the progress of programs we touched on last episode. Let's start with Jacob by Redicop Fay. How are they faring? Yeah, well, uh, they came to market in late February, as we mentioned last month. They did approximately 14 deals during their opening weekend. Um, a big attraction to this program is their starting prices. Uh, we anticipated that with their one bed starting at 380000 I don't know where you can get one beds for that price point nowadays, um, this is going to provide a lot of value and context uh, to the current market. And that's really played um, out for them. We've heard insiders that were about approximately 30% sold uh, within a month of sales. Um, and a total of 30 deals out of 70 released so far. I did think that they would have a little bit more than that actually coming out of the gates, just given those price points, but um, still nonetheless, good to see. Oliver, you can get $380,000 condos in Oliver, British Columbia. Nice. Now, the Abbotsford market has been relatively quiet in terms of launches and sales activity recently. Brett, what kind of buyers are we seeing out there Give us a quick rundown. Yeah, I mean, um, no surprise, primarily young couples and first-time home buyers. Um, it really is a combination of a lot of factors that have contributed uh, to that success. Um, an appropriate product for the market, like Abbotsford, affordable pricing um, at a time when many are concerned about financing, um, as we know. And, and really, it's a great location for this demographic. I'm close to entertaining, dining, shopping, etc. Some would say fine dining. It's getting there. Abbotsford's getting there. To be determined. Uh, you also mentioned to me a lot of investor interest, which is somewhat surprising, right? But I guess it makes sense when you're on the hunt for affordability right now and also supply. Yeah, absolutely, right. Um, investors really took a backseat in the latter half of 2022 compared to 2021 um, when they were actively driving a lot of the activities. So recently, we are seeing them return to the Fraser Valley. We've seen this across all of our programs, um, Surrey, Langley, and Abbotsford. So absolutely no surprise there. You know, we've seen in the past that the Fraser Valley saw by far the largest price appreciation in the run-up during that bull phase of our market. Um, it could be that investors are just judging that we're near the bottom of the market and we're finding that uh, across the board as well. And they're just feeling like now is the right time to jump in. And I have to admit that I, I think now would be a very good time if someone is looking to get into the market to, to make that jump. Well, I think any of the secondary markets like Abbotsford um, or others have appreciated a pretty significant wind down of pricing and demand over the last six months. It does feel like it's poised for some nice growth over the next two quarters. Absolutely. Let's keep it going. What's next? Yeah, sure thing. Um, let's kick it off with Sequoia by ML Emporio. Um, this is a 36-story concrete tower in Surrey City Centre that has been quietly previewing. Rai, why don't you share some of the unique selling propositions for this program? Love it. Okay. I think what's going to stand out here for buyers um, is their amenity offering. It's 20,000 plus square feet of club. You got some chef kitchen in there, games, fitness rooms, boxing, like all the typical stuff that you'd expect. Uh, it's a big commitment uh, in terms of programming. I won't get into the full list, um, but suffice to say, residents will have more than enough to do here. 
It's even got a golf simulator, which I think is a really interesting opportunity. We're, we've seen some success with that out east. I think they're going to find the same thing. The trade-off, though, is pricing one beds. They're starting in the low fives. Uh, two beds starting in the low 700s. This is in contrast to the program like Lucent, which just launched recently in a similar location with a similar unit sizes. Their one bed starting in the low 400s and two beds in the low 600s. Big price escalation. I think that it's going to be tough. We'll be watching this project really closely, though. Um, I think the appetite for the market is shifting, though, and they're probably going to benefit from it. Absolutely, yeah. So sales will start at the end of this month. Um, I've heard that they're looking to push upwards of $1,100 for price per square foot, although um, probably to get some momentum and get things off the ground, they'll, they'll have to come in a bit sharper than that. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, moving on, let's keep it going. Rail District by Infinity Properties. We love this location. Yeah, this is a significant development, Ryan, a master plan community in the heart of Abbotsford's historic downtown core. The project will feature over 600 homes um, with retail and office space being planned um, to be released in five neighborhood plans. Um, they released a small selection of townhomes to date so far, and we're watching for their next uh, collection here in the Ridgeline neighborhood, which will feature both townhomes and condos. Yeah, I remember walking that site with Tim was it five years ago? Yeah, beautiful location. Yeah, yeah. I mean, walkability, I'm just going to leave the rest to you because you know this program so well. I mean, a big draw for the program is obviously just the incredible amenities. You have strong sense of community and relative affordable pricing, right? Over 80,000 square feet of retail and office space, close to historic downtown restaurants. Reno Montrose there, one of the best streets in, in that neighborhood. We saw this sort of value proposition work well at High Street Village. I think it's going to go a long way here as well. Yeah, I agree. Now, the project is marketing um, the newest upcoming release. We expect them to start uh, previews in the next month. Um, they've sold 30 out of the 44 townhomes released so far to date, blending at approximately $540 for price per square foot. Um, most of the interest here as well has been from local end user buyers with a moderate amount of uh, investor activity. These were really good price points, mid 600s for townhouse product in Abbotsford. I think Abbotsford is really gonna be the talk of the, the market in the Valley over the next four months. Um, we have an upcoming program that'll be launching later this spring as well with Heinrich's Development Laurel. So lots of activity as we head into the, the latter part of spring. Okay, Ryan, well, let's talk resale. All right, um, it seems like you wanna talk. So Britt, what do you have? <laughs> well, well, First time I got to talk all day, but that's okay. Sun's coming out with the spring weather. Um, so are the buyers on the resale side of the market. We saw over 1,500 uh, resales recorded in March, which is a substantial 73% increase from the previous month. No, I, I, I love this data point. And to put it into context, that's still 25% below the 10-year average. and But still, like honestly, nothing to scoff at right now. Uh, we have to remember that this increase in volume is coming in the context of elevated interest rates, historically low inventory levels, and a lot of remaining economic uncertainty. Absolutely, Ryan. And when you consider the backdrop um, that we're coming up from right now in the situation that we're still in, this activity is a lot more robust than uh, what many were really expecting and predicting in the market. Um, the issue still, though, is that the listings are not keeping pace uh, with the sales. I mean, what we did know is that the market had pace. We just felt it was going to be two to three quarters later, yeah, right? And sure. so we're seeing it far earlier than what we anticipated. Now, we have been seeing this for a few months now as well. Listings are near decade lows. March saw 2,559 new listings. That's 44% below the previous year. It speaks to the lack of supply that you're talking about. Yeah, and this dynamic of increasing demand, but stagnant supply is really showing up in a lot of the, the metrics, Ryan. Um, the sales to listing ratio as well, which indicates the type of market that we're in, um, had been slowly moving towards a buyer's market over the past uh, few months. Yet last month, the overall ratio grew back to 34%, um, planting us firmly back into a seller's market. I love it, right? 
you, when you look at this data and you compare it to maybe where we were back in some of the highs of early 2022, which was one of the most robust markets that we've ever experienced, a lot of the sales ratios across all of the major markets are very, very similar. That's a very telling sign about how active it is out there. Yeah. And this is also pronounced in the townhouse market. Um, the townhouse sales to listing uh, ratio in March was 62%. Um, I think it's no surprise that this pricing continues to firm up. Um, overall benchmark pricing crept up approximately 2% last month as well. Um, really great to see some momentum on the townhouse side because it definitely took a hit over the last 12 months. I mean, 62%. That's 300% higher than a more traditional buyer's market. That's an unbelievable spot for us to be in. Yet 12 months ago, it was at like 150%. So we're still off from that. Four months ago, it was at 2%. One month ago, it was <laughs> So, Britt, overall sentiment in the market and consumer confidence is critical in our industry. It's been encouraging to see the building of momentum in 2023 so far. Let's just hope that we continue to see that throughout the remainder of this quarter. I feel confident we are going to continue to see that, both on the pre-sale side and the resale side. Britt, that's another thrilling edition of the Pre-Sale Pulse. Why don't you take us home? Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and our newswire, um, our daily email newsletter providing you with the latest real estate news. We want you to stay informed and be on top of your real estate game. Love it. And also, let's not forget about the incredible MLA advisory team. They're second to none when it comes to market trends and insights. I think they wrote that line. Uh, probably. Probably. Love it. Britt, that's a wrap. And in the meantime, guys, happy Easter. Enjoy the weekend. Looking forward to seeing you back here next month.